0: Here comes the Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker final trailer Halloween special on this episode of Cheerful Ghost Radio. Cheerful Ghost Radio is a podcast from the Cheerful Ghost community about interesting stuff in gaming and other various bits of nerdery. Hi, I'm John, and today I'm joined by... Tim. And in our special Halloween episode double feature, we're going to start out talking about what we've been playing and watching and round things off with talking about all the essential elements of the new Rise of Skywalker final trailer but before we get to what we've been watching i just wanted to say that travis is not going to be with us this episode if you noticed at the top so yeah but we wanted to get out this special halloween episode so let's start with tim what you've been watching
1: all right so what i've been watching is uh not a whole lot because of real life responsibilities but when i've been home i know right stupid real life getting in the way of stuff but when i've been home and my wife has been around together we started watching uh veronica mars so it's i can definitely see why this has like a cult following it's pretty good it's there's a lot of cheese in it and it is definitely aimed at like a teen audience kind of thing like this would feel right at home on the cw or you know one of those networks But it's fun and I the cast is good and interesting and it's, you know, we've been really enjoying that. We haven't got caught up to where the new season that just came out is. We're on season three, I think, right now, which I think was the last season before it got canceled. But um, I guess there's also like a movie or something that we got to watch at some point. But we'll get there.
0: Yeah, there was a movie. Apparently that was very well kickstarted and it became like the number one kickstarted most kickstarted thing. And then I think. Mystery Science Theater 3000 one came after that. But yeah,
1: yeah. I like I vaguely remember seeing all the news about the Veronica Mars movie. But at that time, I wasn't familiar with the show, so I didn't like track the news. But I do remember seeing that they they made the movie through crowdfunding. So that'll be interesting to watch. Cool. Anything else? Oh, let's see here. Um... Nothing new that me and my wife have been watching. Haven't made it out to the movies anytime soon. So pretty much we're just watching our shows that we kind of just watch all the time. Last week tonight with John Oliver, Bob's Burger, whenever a new episode comes up. I think that's about it. Awesome. All right. That sounds great. Yeah. At
0: least last week tonight with John Oliver is a really great show. So what I've been watching, let's start off with, I usually talk about a lot of Netflix stuff I'm watching. Spoiler alert, watching Netflix stuff. But let's start off with some Amazon Prime stuff. So I saw a movie called Hereditary and Amazon Prime. You know, it's the Halloween season. You got to watch some scary movies. I've heard Hereditary is real good from a couple friends. friends. Um, but it's not the type of movie that I see just A little bit of taste for what hereditary is. This is what IMDb says. A family haunted by a demon after the death of their secretive grandmother. And I think I cut that off wrong because that's all it says. (laughs) But basically the (laughs) concept of this movie is they are haunted by a demon after their secretive grandmother dies. Um, I don't want to go too much more into it than that because there's quite a lot of spoilers. But I will say that um, it's really good it's one of those horror movies that doesn't have a I guess most horror movies don't have a massive budget, but it's really well done. And Tony Collette is the, um, mom in the film is the main character and she's fantastic. And the family works really well together. And it kind of shows, I don't know if it's a normal family, but a normal family with enough normal problems, but they do have some, a history of mental illness in their family, Tony Collette's mom. And, uh, how that kind of impacts the family. It's really, really interesting. And then at the end, it goes bonkers. It just goes crazy, which I like in a movie. So very cool. Um, Amazon Prime, it's free if you have Amazon Prime. Obviously, that costs money, but it's included in an Amazon Prime video. So another one I saw on Amazon Prime is called Late Night. It was written and stars Mindy Kaling, and then it also stars Emma Thompson. It's about a movie about Mindy Kaling, who... Becomes a writer for a woman, uh, Emma Thompson, who has her own late night show. It's uh, it was really fun. It was a very funny film. It's really, you know, Amazon's been, you know, sort of dipping. It's not dipping. itself. It's got quite a few movies um, that it funded and that are on Amazon Prime and uh, called. The, also, another one was The Big Sick, which I liked quite a bit. And this is another one that they did. And, and I think it's really, really fun. Uh, It's a movie about women in comedy and, you know, how challenging it can be, you know, to be a woman writer in comedy. And it has a lot of interesting things to say. Uh, I don't think anyone is off (laughs) limits for the uh, for the film to to sort of skewer or sort of, you know, talk about in a really interesting way. And um, at the end of the day, it's a really, really entertaining movie. And if you've got Amazon Prime video, I definitely recommend giving Late Night a shot. Very, very good. So let's round things off with what I've been watching on Netflix. Uh, On Netflix, most recently, there's a new movie with Meryl Streep. uh, And it's called The Laundromat. It's a Steven Soderbergh movie. It's essentially about a woman whose husband is killed um, in a boating accident. And she's trying to find justice and get You know an insurance the insurance company to pay for it and it goes over why that can be really challenging and how the entire financial industry um, is rigged against people and it's 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 a it's a really I, I really enjoyed this movie I think. Because it's about a topic such as the financial, you know, our financial system and how you can start a shell company of a shell company of a shell company and use shell companies to, you know, obfuscate where money comes from and hide your money and how, you know, it, it basically is based on the Panama Papers that happened a couple of years ago where it was found out that a oh, lot really? of people all over the world. Yeah, a lot of people all over the world were hiding their money. It's basically... Um, based on true events, but kind of fictionalized about Panama papers and the people involved and is real good. It's really good. I mean, I think I'd put it in the sort of the, um, there are kind of films that are somewhat political and timely, like the big short and that kind of thing where they're sort of talking about an issue, but then going over it, the movie Mm -hmm. sort of breaks the fourth wall with the main characters who are also the quote unquote, the bad guys that are talking to the camera um. how, oh man, I'd love to talk about the final scene, but I don't really want to spoil it, but it definitely breaks the fourth wall, and you see um, an amazing example of why Meryl Streep is regarded as one of the finest actresses of our time who basically acts through three different characters in a continuous shot for, uh, like, six minutes and totally acts them all in a really amazing crescendo of the film. So if you have Netflix and you like watching movies about something that you may be a little little smarter about on the other side, the laundromat's really interesting. And it's a movie about the financial empire. It's extremely entertaining and it's really good. And this kind of is shines that, you know, Netflix can fund some really cool stuff. So check it out. It's the one with, uh, it's the one with Meryl Streep looking like she's on a dollar bill. It's really cool. It's great. The laundromat, and finally, this might be a movie that we're going to review coming up or something. It's by the time you know we record our next episode, it probably won't be too timely. But um, El Camino, the Breaking Bad movies on Netflix. So I don't know what to say about this film other than I really loved it. I like movies that I guess I guess I wouldn't really remove <laughs> review a film for what I've been watching that I didn't like, I suppose. But um, I liked it because it was. It basically took the ending of Breaking Bad, it sort of extended it, and then it was a very kind of slow burn character piece about Jesse. A lot of people have said, and I sort of agree with this, that Jesse Pinkman was the heart of Breaking Bad, um, even though the film sort of focused on Walt. And I sort of agree with that, and this movie sort of continues that and gives, I would say, Jesse his due If you're a Breaking Bad fan, you you really like the show. This is a no-brainer to watch. I've heard from people that this is not really essential. Well, maybe so. But (laughs) do we need more Star Wars (laughs) movies? No, it's not essential. Do do I want them? (laughs) Yeah, of course. Of course I do. So, El Camino, I, I thought it was really good. If you love Breaking Bad, check it out. And that's what I've been watching. Okay, Tim, what have you been playing?
1: All right, well, once I wrapped up my Breath of the Wild playthrough, uh, I decided I just was not quite ready to give up on all things Zelda. And so I broke out uh, Hyrule Warriors, which is, you know, one of those games where Nintendo partnered with uh, another company, in this case, uh, Koei. And it's modeled after their sort of like... um, Uh, Dynasty Warriors uh, series of games where it's very over the top. You know, you're the one soldier just cutting through thousands of enemy, you know, units. Um, So it's very ridiculous over the top, you know, kind of uh, power fantasy fulfillment here. But uh, it's very kind of accessible. And because you can play it with just one of the Joy-Con uh, I brought my kids into it, and we've been playing that together a lot, and it's really nice because on a lot of games it's a little hard to play uh, multiplayer with like young kids just because of the skill difference. I get bored playing on you know some of these very easy games, uh, but then like you know if there's a little bit of a challenge, it's kind of hard to the kids start to get frustrated and stuff like that. This one I don't have this problem because. I can keep it at the normal difficulty and I can more or less do the stages on my own. And even if my kids do nothing but just run around and kill off little grunt, you know, soldiers, it doesn't matter. Like it, it doesn't, you know, make it harder for me to keep playing. And, you know, so it's been it's really fun. Everybody enjoys it. We pass the Joy-Cons around, you know, to so that everybody gets a turn and we've just been playing that a lot and it's been a really really cool experience um outside of that i picked up borderlands 3 and i have gotten to play it all of three times <laughs> just because again real life responsibility is kind of keeping me busy um but of the i think i've gotten maybe four hours into it and so far what i have played has been really fun it is just more borderlands and that's okay there's some tweaks to the control setting which you know kind of which makes sense and some of your guns now have like multiple firing features like the ability to switch between semi-automatic and full automatic or some of them like when you get a shock weapon in addition to your normal bullets you might have like a taser where you can hit somebody and then if you hit them it'll start doing um like extra shock damage over time for a few seconds so there's just more variety in the guns the gameplay is just as tight as ever the storyline i can't really comment on because i am just not far enough in to really make that kind of a judgment but my first impressions of the game are that i'm going to probably play through this one just like i did Borderlands one and two.
0: Yeah, I've heard that it's a pretty solid follow up to Borderlands two. Uh, Maybe not so much the story, but the gameplay just as good. At least that's what I've heard. So that sounds really good. Yeah. So in terms of what I've been playing uh, at the top of my list, I went to Portland Retro Game Expo 2019. Cheerful Ghost had a booth if you stopped by booth six. Eleven. I really appreciate it. I had so much fun last weekend. We were just hanging out with people. We were um, we ran uh, four game tournaments. The first tournament that we had was for Super Mario Brothers three. Uh, it's a, we did a speed run from the beginning of the game all the way to the first Toad House. Then the second game we did was a uh, a turn a uh, sort of a race on F Zero. So the fastest time on the first Big Blue Night League. And then the next day, we did two tournaments. The first one was a speedrun of Super Mario Brothers all the way to hit the end of Bowser's Axe, uh, the first axe that you'd get. And then the second one was a Dr. Mario scored tournament. So I'm really, really thankful for uh, everyone that came out to the to play in those tournaments. I also want to thank um, Adam for helping me every year uh, at the Cheerful Ghost booth. I also want to take thank Rhett, and Taylor, um, for coming out from game devs quest and hanging out with us. It's really cool. We, we needed the help this year very much. So, um, that was really great. And this year it was really special at Portland retro game expo because we were handing out a bunch of flyers for the game with some exclusive DLC and some stickers. And, you know, we were sort of, uh, really focusing on sort of getting the word out for the game. And we had a lot of people try out Wyvern because of it. So if you're new to the site, and you've checked out Tale of the White Wyvern. You're checking out Trivial Ghost Radio for the first time. Thank you. Um, it's been great seeing so many people in the game. And really enjoy it and stick around. So it's cool to have you know, a fuller house <laughs> who are playing the game. So, And I just wanted to shout out everyone who's beaten the Wyvern for the fifth time. When I made the game, I didn't know people were going to do that. And there are quite a few people that have done it. Um, I want to shout out, obviously, Travis. He got number one, uh, number, or sorry, <laughs> it wasn't Travis that got number one. Uh, I just think of Travis a lot cause he helps me make the game. No, um, obviously Maverick is number one. Thank you. Travis was number two, um, with Declan. I was number three with Golok. Number four was my dude. And number five at just today or yesterday was Friday. So congrats to everyone who killed the wire for the fifth time. And I believe Zay, uh, Zeronius killed the fifth Wyvern today as well. So he's the sixth. Um, so congrats, everyone. So one of the things I'm going to be adding to the game is the ability for the sixth Wyvern fight to be a lot like the first one. So it restarts. So you don't have to keep doing repeating the same fifth Wyvern fight over and over again. I find that that would just be. A pretty obnoxious considering how hard that fight is you should only fight that about every you know five times or so so and then I'm also working on the in-game update as well I'll talk a lot about that later but that's coming so yeah and I just want to say thanks everyone for checking out the booth and it was really great so um in terms of what I've act you know what I've been playing um so after I beat Link's Awakening on the Switch, really enjoyed that, I realized I didn't get the good ending. The good ending in Link's Awakening on the Switch is when you don't die. So I'm starting that again, and I haven't died yet. And it's been fun. Uh, you know, my son really likes watching me play that, and it's great. Um, just beat the face shrine, and I'm off to the next thing. And it's uh, <laughs> it's cool. I, I like playing the game again. It's, it's just great. And so recently, I also got... Um, I've really enjoyed this game called death road to Canada. I sort of kickstarted it. I got it on PC, but I always felt like it was a sort of like a better console game. And recently I found out that you could go to play Asia, the website, and you could order death road to Canada and it could play on your switch, even though you have to order it from some other country. So I ordered it. It came to my house in about two weeks and it's awesome playing this game on the switch. That's the best. I think it's the best way to play Death Road to Canada. Right. Just be like late at night, you know, kids in bed, pull out the switch, um, just kill some zombies. It's amazing. It's amazing. If you just you don't want to get the cart, that's fine. You can get it on the switch digitally. Uh, It's basically a Oregon Trail meets brawler zombie game. And it's fantastic. Uh, I got the furthest I've ever gotten in it, but I don't know how close I was to to Canada. But I ended up dying in a uh, bunch of zombies killed me. Obviously, that's pretty much how you die. So another game that I played is and I know this is kind of really big news for a while. Tim, did you see the whole Fortnite disappearing in a black hole and then coming back in season two?
1: Yes, I did. I, I saw that trending on Twitter one day.
0: Yeah, so when that happened and the new um, the new Season 2 dropped, I have it on my Switch, so I decided to give it a shot, and it was really fun. I like the new map pretty well, although I did really kind of was attached to the old one, but, you know, I don't mind, you know, them keeping things fresh. Hopefully, they allow you to play the old map again. Maybe they'll do, like, a, you can choose or something, but either way, the new map's really fun, and I got a Battle Royale right away, <laughs> so... That was really great. I've heard if you don't play a lot, they put you in with bots to make you feel like you're good. So it didn't seem like bots. It seemed like the people playing were weird like regular players were. But I got a battle royale and or victory royale rather victory royale, which basically what I did was I hid for all the time. And then when the everything kept shrinking, I just kept hiding and hiding and hiding. And then when there was two people left, I Ran over and then one of the people died and then I killed the person that was left. <laughs> so nice. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if they were bots or regular people, but I'll I'll, I'll think that they were regular people. So yeah, Fortnite season two is out, played on the Switch. Victory Royale. It's an instinct.
1: Ah. A feeling. Together.
0: We're not alone. Good people will find- so, the new Rise of the Skywalker final trailer is out, except it's not going to be the final trailer. I'm sure there's going to be other ones that, you know, cut up various bits of footage
1: and include it and that kind of thing. But- and there's always an international trailer that has, like, <laughs> you know, totally three new, new frames exactly. that everybody right. will dissect and stuff. It's exactly right. So as
0: final as the final trailer is, and it's probably not the final trailer, but we watched it. And so, Tim, I want your quick thoughts. Like, what did you think of the Rise of the Skywalker
1: final trailer? Well, I mean, besides the initial to ah, Star Wars trailer, um, there was definitely I, I felt like I got little glimpses of the story in this one. You know, like a, now this it's a J.J. Abrams movie, so it is entirely possible that there's some fake outs here, just like they did with the first Force Awakens. But, you know, there was little glimpses of that. I think I can kind of piece together maybe a few of the story beats, obviously not the whole movie or the whole plot, but just get little hints that you can kind of pick up here.
0: Yeah, he definitely likes to likes to keep people on the edge of their seats. And I think it works. I think it definitely is working this time. So my thoughts on the trailer. What are that it was good? It was good. It didn't get me more excited about the movie. I don't know if that even matters. Right. Because I pre-ordered tickets. You know, I was going to go see this anyway. Um, If they had a, you know, $50 showing where I could see it tomorrow, I'd go. You know, I'd pay. Yeah. Um, So I don't know if it was even necessary to get me more excited, but it didn't. But it but it showed me there's a lot of things going to happen in this movie that I I don't I mean, I don't think I know what's going to happen, although we're going to talk about later and we're going (laughs) to we're going to talk about what we think is going to happen in the movie. And I've got two potential things that I think could happen in this movie. But, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. It's fun to see everyone back on the screen again. You know, I'd like to get more context for for what's going on. And this might be the last um, Rise of Skywalker trailer I watch, even though there might be other ones that come out because I I think after, you know, we're done discussing it and done watching this trailer, then I think I'm going to be done with also other fan theories and things just to kind of let things settle and then watch the final movie. But I'm I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. Like I said, if it was out tomorrow, I'd go see it. I got my tickets for um, that. um, Midnight before showing,
1: which is actually 630 <laughs> p.m. showing, so I'm excited. Can't wait. Yeah. And just if anybody's worried out there, when John says that, you know, we're done discussing this Star Wars, he he just means this movie. We will never be done discussing Star Wars, especially with The Mandalorian coming out here soon.
0: Oh, yeah, that's abs- yeah, absolutely true. And I and I basically mean just talking about I, I, basically I just mean that I'll be done watching Rise of Skywalker stuff until the movie comes out just to kind of give my break, you know, brain. brain
1: and of course, right. I'm sure we'll do an episode about the movie once it's out. Oh, absolutely.
0: More, you know, and like the, what, and three the Blu-ray release when that comes sure. out. Sure. I was also thinking, too, for the Mandalorian, you know, since that was coming out. Every week that we could we might if it makes sense, like we could keep reviewing it as the show moves on, because I think that, you know, as it's going to keep getting stepwise released, you know, one episode per week Mm -hmm. that, you know, it's not all going to come out at once. So we can review everything that's come out and then we can do, you know, multiples of that. So strap in, kids. Uh, We got plenty of Star Wars rolling. So my first question for you, Tim, is, okay. so in the trailer, the emperor's in a chair thing, I guess you can see kind of his hood. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Ray's down there, and she's
1: like a little unsure. Yeah, what's going on there? He's okay, in a big whoa, whoa, chair. Whoa. We're jumping ahead what? here. Let's start at the beginning. Okay, when the, the trailer opens up on uh-huh. in like a forest setting. Okay, am I the only one who was expecting an Ewok to run in there? Because we've already had hints <laughs> that this is going to like be right. you know that they're going to return to indoor. I yes. a little part of me. Was kind of hoping we'd see an Ewok run through. Am I alone in this? Mm, Okay, so I
0: don't think we're going to see Ewoks. Um, Do you want me to say why I think that? Show me some Ewoks, you cowards. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they're going to get them. No, because people have been sort of dissecting. And this is why I want to stop with the things, because I think they've been dissecting like what's like the toys and the names of planets that Disney has been releasing and everything. And none of that is Indoor the forest on endor. I know, I know, I know. Even the planet, apparently the planet that the death star's on is not even Endor. So it's like which is weird, like I don't know, like what? maybe it like I, I I don't understand. Maybe it like blew up and then pieces flew somewhere. I guess they're going to explain it in the movie, but apparently that's not. But whatever. At least it's something totally new. I I I was in, man, I wanted Evil Ewoks too, but apparently there's no there's no, you know, they they maybe they really just didn't want to repeat <laughs> Jedi again, you know, I don't know. I don't know. So so, back to the emperor's new groove in his chair. All right. So, uh <laughs> could call this Beware uh, the Emperor's the
1: Groove. Right, the
0: Rise of Skywalker: The Emperor's New Groove. Okay, he's in a chair thing. You can see his thing, he's all, you know, Ray is like, you know, not sure. What's going on? What is he in some sort of robot chair
1: with like spider legs? Okay, What's so going I've on, had man? I've had some thoughts on here. Okay. now, I mean, obviously, there's like hover technology in the Star Wars universe. Didn't seem like hovering, but it's all over the place. So there's one option. The other option is. So in the trailer, there's a scene where you see Rey and Kylo sort of like strike down the sort of like black ashy looking thing. Oh, yeah, that's Darth Vader. That's his like shrine of Darth Vader. That's yeah, but everything around it was like all bright and white, not like his room yeah. on the ship was, stuff like that. So uh-huh. right. my thought yeah. is that this all could be kind of like um like the cave on Dagobah. So okay. like maybe once they go into the wreckage of the Death Star it's like a oh. in a place that's tainted by the dark side. And so like everything in there is like not actually happening. It's sort of like a force projection yeah. kind of thing, you know. I dig it. Oh so, yeah, cool. So then
0: they knock over Darth Vader's ashes maybe. Huh, so maybe
1: he brings it. So Weird. yeah, cuz cause, like, cause, like it that seem For all of the half a second that it was on the screen, it had this sort of like surreal feeling to it. Okay,
0: okay, yeah, yeah, and um,
1: yeah. So that was that was one thing I was thinking of for that. Cool, man. All right, Tim. So based
0: on everything you've seen so far, so we've seen a couple. We've seen a teaser. We saw another, you know, another trailer at D twenty three. then we saw, you know, the final trailer, you know. And then we've seen some uh, images, right? And th- those mm-hmm. images are kind of cool. Like Vanity Fair, they had some images and there were the Knights of Ren. You know, J.J. was filming and, you know, the Knights of Ren were there. It's one of the cool images. The I mean, Knights of Ren costumes look fantastic. So based on yeah. everything we've seen so far, what do you think the basic structure of
1: Star Wars, The Rise of the Skywalker, will go? How do you think the movie's going to go? OK, so I think the like sort of the act one kind of thing is going to focus mostly on Ray and um, Poe and them rebuilding the rebellion. Um, So there's that scene of Poe being like, you know, there's people who will follow us if we lead them kind of thing. I think there's going to be a big to do about them bringing in new people, rebuilding the rebellion and getting ready to, you know, take on the first order again. Um, I do think more and more that we are going to see a redemption arc for Kylo. So, you know, I think this rise of the Skywalker thing, I think that's going to be kind of about him. I think the what we see in the Death Star is going to be like the real big turning point for him. Like, I think he'll go into that, you know, kind of like Luke going into the cave and then failing. I think... Kylo is going to go in there and then be redeemed. Cool. Uh, That sounds great. So I've in the middle there, I'm not quite sure exactly what's going to happen. So, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but those are my two big takeaways. Yeah. So these I think there
0: are two possible. Well, there's obviously more than just two possible ways, but I think the film's going to go in. One and two directions. So we'll start with the first one. This is Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker version 1.0. This is the safe version. OK, the safe version is it's going to start off with a adventure story. Very similar to uh, Return of the Jedi. You remember in Return of the Jedi? It was a really fun adventure story where yeah, the, they had to the free band Han. of adventurers goes to what? Where they had to free Han. They had to free Han, right? They go to they go to Luke's planet. I forget now exactly what the name of it is. is Tatooine. Tatooine. Fake they gamer, go, fake <laughs> fake Star Wars fan, yeah, and they fake go there. Star Wars fan, exactly, and they go to Jabba's palace and they save him. And it's a really amazing, ripping twenty minutes of movie. And it's it's honestly probably the best part of Return of the Jedi. Frankly, like it's just so great. It's a contained Star Wars adventure. I wish there were more of those in the movies, and that's exactly what how this movie is going to start. It's going to start off with. Um, It's going to start off with them on a desert planet and it's not it's not Tatooine. It's not it's not uh, it's not uh, Jakku. It's going to be a different one and they're going to go there to find MacGuffin thing. And you're not even maybe even going to know what it is when they start. They're just going to go straight into it. It's going to be all the adventures and they're going to be there and they're going to be. Um, finding this thing, and you know how rem- remember in the teaser, the first teaser when when um it's it's probably the best tr- trailer I've ever seen in my life, where Ray jumps over the Tie Fighter with her lightsaber. Oh, of course. Right. And you notice how they show you the dude's gloves. They don't show you who it is. And you assume it's Kylo Ren. It's actually not. My guess is it's one of the Knights of Ren. Because if you saw the picture from Vanity Fair, the Knights of Ren are on that desert planet. And they're not in any other scenes after that. So my guess is it's so ripping and incredible. Rey is such a badass. She kills them all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or they die in some way. Because again, you gotta get them out of the way of the movie. You gotta get them out. So my guess is it's so action-packed. And you see that scene where they're on that space that space barge. It's kinda like a pirate ship, and they're like, woo, you know what I mean? My guess is the Knights of Ren are just blasting them, rays out, rocking it up on her own, trying to take one, you know, take them out in spaceships, and she's just doing this stuff, and they're on the space pirate thing and it's an amazing in intro to the movie that's just killer it's gonna blow everyone's socks off it'll be like 25 minutes of the craziest action you've ever seen and they're just gonna blow it right away they're just gonna do
1: it right away It's going to be really fun to uh, come back and revisit this episode after we see (laughs) just how wrong we are. (laughs) I know. I hope I'm really wrong. And then what's going to happen is they're going
0: to what they're doing on that planet is getting MacGuffin device. And you don't know about what it is. Right. You just know they're going to get something. Right. Right. Um, And then basically they're going to new gold arm. Exactly, something like that. And then what they're going to do is they're going to go back to that jungle planet where the Resistance base is, and Ray's going to continue her training, and Leia's actually probably going to be training her, just a guess. And so then um, they got MacGuffin device from the Knights of Ren; they stole it from them. Kylo Ren's real pissed, by the way. Um, and that's the thing that Ray has in her hand, right? In when they're on the water planet, remember in the teaser, they were on the water planet. She has something in her hand, right? Yeah. They got it from the Knights of Ren, so they're going to take it somehow to the thing and to the to the Death Star. And basically, it's them going to the Death Star after that. They got the MacGuffin device, then they're going to the Death Star and they got to do something and it has something to do with the Emperor. And Kylo Ren's doing the same thing. He wants to do the same thing, too. Um, And that's kind of the movie. And then at the end of the movie uh, and then as they move to the middle of the movie obviously they're bringing the resistance back and lando's there and they get a bunch of ships and it sort of ends like return of the jedi so a bunch of ships are fighting and two things and everyone comes together and that's why the emperor says you know you're you're coming together will be on doing but he's actually doesn't mean everybody he means kylo ren and rey because they're working together for some reason i have no idea what so when the emperor says you're coming together beyond doing again he does not mean rey uh, he means Kylo Ren, right? He doesn't actually mean a bunch of people, but a bunch of people will also be together in ships, and it'll end just like Return of the Jedi with a bunch of ships and then them fighting something to do with the Emperor. So that's version one. That's pretty standard. Like that's basically just Return of the Jedi again, right? Right. Which is cool. I'm sure it'll be great. This is what they could also do for version two. Uh, version two is uh, very similar to what I talked about. Um, uh but right away um they destroy the first order so they kill them right away like they destroy them right away in fact they've already brought everyone together or they destroyed the first order in the first fourth of the film but then somehow it's over but the empire comes back the empire comes back with the emperor Um, in some zombie way and a bunch of star destroyers on autopilot or something i don't know
1: now there was in the trailer there is that scene where it looks like the rebellion you know they've got all their fleet and they're flying towards this like giant ice thing in space yes yes and then there's a brief scene where it looks like something's breaking through the ice and it kind of looked like a star destroyer yeah an old one style yeah so, right. So
0: my guess is when the emperor comes back, he's got a bunch of old Star Destroyers on autopilot, literally in they, the freezer. Exactly. In the freezer, <laughs> if you're going out of the fridge and then they've got to fight the empire zombie emperor
1: and all that stuff. Right. And Kylo Ren some joins zombie stormtroopers. That's going to be pretty <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they so they sort of pull an end game and kill the Knights of Ren right away. And then they, they take the first order down and Kylo Ren might actually help. Kill the first because this is the thing. Like, why does he even care? You know what I mean? They might Mm -hmm. flip him around so that he's not a good guy, but he helps defeat the First Order because he has no like he just wants to. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh I'm pretty sure he's going to. I don't know. I sort of have the feeling like he's going to be a free agent or something. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't work for the First Order anymore. He just is doing stuff. Maybe he wants to end it all. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't think he's going to be. What we expect, we expect him to be Darth Vader, and I don't think that's what he's going to be at all in
1: this movie.
0: I yeah. really don't. I mean, he was all I,
1: set to burn down the first order in uh, last Jedi anyways, right. So I don't yeah. think that's a terrible leap to say that he'll uh, even though he's more or less in charge right now,
0: right. He right may
1: just be like, you know what? This organization sucks. You guys yeah. you know, screw sure. all you. <laughs> right. Well, it's
0: funny because honestly, the of the first order might be after him. And they have to intersect as the Knights of Ren try to kill him because he's not leading them or he's, you know, I don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. what would be really sweet is if Kylo Ren and the First Order are fighting each other. (laughs) And then like the Knights of Ren are actually and Kylo Ren is actually working for the Emperor now or something. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, all I heard was J.J. say, hey, this is the last movie. Let's not do something safe. So he might go bonkers. And that would be sweet. Again, people, I know nothing. I've seen no spoilers. I have read no fan theories on any of this stuff. We don't know any more than you do. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm just trying to think. My first one was what would be basically Return of the Jedi again and what I've seen. And I think that's pretty, pretty it. And it would be a fine movie, right? But then I'm like, okay, what would be bonkers? And that could be it, I guess. I I, I don't know if either one's going to be it. But anything you want to say, Tim, about what this might be um, before we sign off? And uh, come back to this in December and totally embarrass ourselves
1: because we were so wrong. So are they killing off C-3PO? Um, no. Because it definitely gave off that vibe when he was all like, I'm taking one last look at my friends. I'm like, are they kind of killing him?
0: Okay, but if you remember, like, it was the teaser or the D-23 trailer. It's C-3PO with red eyes. Yeah. So that's probably post that. My guess is. My guess is either something happens where he's like, I need to change myself. So they like upload a, uh like a, a a new brain into him or something like that. Mm-hmm. My, I don't know, because the red eyes makes me think that I don't know. It's kind of like. Do you remember in the um, prequels where he's on top of his head is on a battle droid? Yes. And they're like, Die, Jedi dogs, or something like that. Is it supposed to be funny <laughs> yes. or whatever? It could be like that.
1: Maybe. Maybe.
0: Mm, I don't know. But do I think he dies? I don't know. It's possible. I don't know. I I feel like they could kill off almost anyone in this movie. I have I no mean, it's idea. it's the last one. They may. I know.
1: Maybe maybe they'll maybe they'll rogue one it. they were <laughs> killing off dies. all of the uh, they are killing off all the main cast from the original movies. <laughs> now, they the, did. now they're coming for the
0: droids. <laughs> I know. I know. It's funny. Every basically at the end of this one, like just everything, just the whole everything, everyone dies. And then everyone's just a force ghost at the end looking at each <laughs> other like, "Well, oh, we tried. But it didn't, it didn't work. We're just all dead. Basically. Yeah. Every, everyone's a force ghost. I mean, you know. Question for you. Shoot. Do you think that it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to someone is going to be having a party at the end and they're going to be looking and then they're going to see force ghosts and then they're going to smile and go back to the party? Do you think they're going to do that or you think they're going to end it differently than Return of the Jedi?
1: Absolutely. They're going to do it.
0: So they're going to end this film just like Return of the
1: Jedi. You think they're going to do that? Absolutely. And it is definitely going to be Luke you know and probably some other cameos force ghosts standing there you know do you
0: think it's going to be like everybody do you think it's going to be like okay do you think it's going to be like Luke and then it's going to be like Hayden Christensen and do you think it's going to be like the old footage of uh oh uh, it's, yeah, and then like Obi-Wan Kenobi and then oh, yeah, Yoda it'll be it'll be, and Kenobi, it'll be Mace Luke Windu. it'll be Yoda
1: and then go, <laughs> oh man I hope they <laughs> add in Mace Windu Okay, and then, they, okay, like and Jin, and then they, you know and and then then Jar Jar shows have, up as a force
0: ghost. Jar Jar's there. Queen Amidala. Natalie Portman. All bring her back. <laughs> what about what about all the younglings? You know what I mean. All the younglings. All like kids. looking
1: very disapproving at Hayden Christensen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly jen urso's there (laughs) with k2 and she's like what the fuck am i doing here i'm not even a jedi (laughs) i know i know i know oh man we gotta do it who else who else
0: died in star wars (laughs) they need to bring back from the biggest force ghost
1: fest ever (laughs) um who else Woody Harrelson's character from Solo is there for <laughs> no reason. Just no reason. Hans,
0: do you think they're going to bring Han Solo back?
1: Do you think that they would do that? He's a force ghost. Han Solo is a force, force ghost. No, because I don't think uh, Harrison Ford would do it. Dude, do you think that he would cash that check? I'm pretty sure he would cash that check. It depends on how much they offered. Oh, my
0: goodness. I don't know. Like... Oh, dude, it's just like one day of f- footage. You just have to smile and say, I know or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, all right. I, I don't know if that's going to happen, but that would be amazing. It, I would only want that to happen if it's like the longest scene of everybody who dies in Star Wars. You know, who's a good guy is there. So the guy who was like strangled when Darth Vader went on the ship and a new hope. <laughs> um, everybody.
1: Yeah, the droid with the bad motivator that blew out its fuse <laughs> right before Luke walked yeah. away so that they yeah. had to get R2.
0: Yeah, 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 that's cool. Uh, oh, hey, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, huh? They could bring them back like that fade in would be amazing. They did fade them in and they're skeletons. all like exactly. They're just charred and then they slowly like morph them into actual people that are smiling <laughs> and they're like holding barbecue. They're just eating like a hot dog. You know what I mean? Just going straight into commentary um, (laughs) on how we should change all of our diets to not be meat eaters. Well, that sounds incredible. So um, I'm sure JJ is going to be doing a lot of reshoots after he hears this one. So I want to let everyone know that uh, thanks for listening to this episode. And if you have any ideas on what you think is going to happen, again, I don't want to hear your, you know, stuff that you've heard spoiled and, you know, set Photos that leaked or whatever, but if you have weird ideas, uh, let us know in the comments because I'm really curious what you all have to think about how you think Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker is going to go. Travis! Edit, 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 edit. Podcast! Podcast!